Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, we're reading a dream from Bonnie that has to do with black tie parties and celebrities. We're also reading catnaps about garbage disposals, hammers, and trees eating people. That doesn't sound very friendly. No. We also have catnaps that have to do with soul-revealing mirrors, teleportation, and dangerous hikes. We're also talking about a fascinating article that we read about RBD, which is REM sleep behavior disorder. All right, bestie, stay tuned, tuck in, and let's get started. Woo! This is weird because we're actually recording in the afternoon. This never happens. It's daylight this out. This happened still. maybe a hand, like may, maybe a handful of times. It's not often. Maybe. This is a nice rare treat, right? But I also kind of like recording at night because, I don't know. Remolations any time of the day works for me, works for you, works for our bestie. All day, every hey, day. You can sleep at night I'm or you happy. can sleep during a nap. So either way, really, there's no wrong time for this podcast. It is. But also, like, for family time, it is kind of nice to do it during the day if we have the opportunity, because then we have nighttime with our loved ones. Well, we might get a little crazy today just because it's a different time, so watch out. (laughs) (laughs) This episode is going to be, like, completely different (laughs) than any other episode. No, No, not really. (laughs) But I am having a cocktail at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. As am I. All right. Well, do I have a dream for you today? This dream comes from Bonnie, and Bonnie's from Andover, Minnesota. Okay, Bonnie. I think you'll like this one. Okay. I trust you. I had a dream a few nights ago that was so intense. I wonder if you guys can make sense of it. Ooh. Challenge accepted. We'll try. We'll try our best. Challenge accepted. We're not pros, but we'll give you some ideas. This is not gospel, Bonnie. This is not <laughs> gospel. We will do the best we can. You, what, Brooke, you don't have a doctorate in dream interpretation? You've been lying to me all this last I'm year. I'm working on it, Mindy. Jeez. I, Mine's hanging I'm up behind me in my it. office. Doctor of <laughs> Dreams, PhD oh, of I Dreams. Oh, I thought that was... I thought that was your tapestry. Oh, it is. just. That oh, that's it. You're right. PhD. It's just a celestial moon behind my head. <laughs> Congratulations you. on your PhD. I'm still working on mine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so Bonnie begins. I was invited to a high society party. It was in a beautiful home and very rich hmm. and fancy people were mulling about. Oh. I felt like I didn't belong. That must mean we were there, maybe. Yeah, of course we were. were very rich and fancy. <laughs> I felt I didn't belong, but I had done something amazing, like written a book or achieved greatness. So I guess I was invited. Uh Perhaps it was a novelty. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm feeling a little out of place. I'm in sweatpants and a t-shirt and everyone here is in black ties. But that's okay. We'll roll with it. Flip-flops. I want to wear flip-flops. Crocs with socks. (laughs) Crocs with socks. (laughs) There was a rich dude in attendance. I saw him finish his drink, so I offered to take it for him. Then he belittled me by saying, it wasn't proper practice. What? Why is he so mad? She's just being polite. Right? That's all she's I mean, it's her party, right? Isn't it in her honor? She shouldn't have to be taking anyone's drinks and he's being a dick to her? Mm, Mm -hmm. I don't like this guy. Well, next, Kris Jenner appears. (laughs) Because <laughs> of all the Jenners. It'll be Mama Jenner there. She says, Mama Jenner's got to be there. She took my arm and started to tell me a story relating how she once had done something faux pas at a party and had learned a lesson. She was being so kind to oh, me boy. and explaining in a very thoughtful and kind sort of way. But then, you, you know that's never a good start to a sentence. But then... Mm, but then a servant came up to us 
and poured a jug of hot acid on Chris's Jenner's head. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Out of the blue. I'm not laughing. I know mean, it's horrible, but <laughs> that would be unexpected. terrible. But I just didn't see, didn't see that one coming. <laughs> like, oh, Miss Miss Jenner, would you like some caviar? <laughs> would you like a drink? How about some acid on your head? <laughs> it didn't turn out well for Chris, unfortunately. Chris sort of just crumpled and fell back, dying instantly <laughs> with her head caving in. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm sorry. I hit my blinds. Maybe you can cut that out. I gestured so wildly. I hit my blinds. With her head so, collapsing? Yeah, we lost Chris. Chris is gone. <laughs> she, she gone. All of the high society guests started to scatter. I thought, no. Why did the servant so. do this to Chris? Next thing I know, there was an uprising of servants, and they took over the entire oh. house. As soon as I realized what was happening, I left and ran away. However, I was shocked to no see kidding. the police were chasing me. What? They caught up with me and began what? to question me. I didn't want to say anything, but finally I decided to tell them what I saw. All of the truth. And then I woke up. <gasps> oh, Bonnie. I hope you helped them solve the crime <laughs> and you didn't get pinned for it because no shit. I'm just so worried that they're going to take her in and they'll be like, you Who's did got the it? prince like, on no, the boiling the cauldron of acid is the question. We're just going to have to test that for prince. Dust Probably it off. none because the prince are burnt <laughs> off. We will need the luminol. The acid are holding. <laughs> we, are there no security cameras people we live in a world of security cameras can't we see who poured the acid Did the servant just like walk face? up in like a full hazmat suit like that was would be a dead giveaway to me like what are you doing it's a little not in a black tie attire like you said like um you know, one of those protective outfits, yeah. but almost, you know, like one of those jokey tuxedo shirts, but the, <laughs> the, the protective outfit, outfit was like yes. a jokey tuxedo <laughs> protective outfit. That's it. And he's like, ma'am, which he has a tray. It looks like it's champagne, like but it's just acid. <laughs> like, it's just, ma'am, would you like some? <sighs> <laughs> and then she crumples and dies. Oh, no. Bonnie does finish up the email with, what the heck? I am still so shook by this, and I can't even compute if anything jumps out to you two <laughs> who are less emotionally involved with the dream. I would love to know what you think. That's from Bonnie. Wow, Bonnie. Okay. I thought this was fun, but a very evil twist. <laughs> fun and disturbing, which is what we're all about. <laughs> Let's add two things that don't belong. Acid. Uh, uh, I feel it's like a, you know, a, a cauldron of acid and a black tie affair. I mean, some acid <laughs> yes. does happen at a black tie affair, but that's not the kind we're talking about here. But or that's not it? the kind that melts your face and <laughs> caves in your you. head. God, it's, I'm, it's not that's funny. the kind where you Chris. stare at a Christmas tree for four hours. Miss Jenner, I am sorry about this, but we cannot control the minds of our dreamers. I I don't think it's anything personally against you. No. But just so we know, hashtag, what is Kris Jenner dream? <laughs> Hopefully she did not have the other side of the dream where she's attending a party and gets acid poured on her. <laughs> <laughs> and she doesn't understand. She's like, why am I having this nightmare? <laughs> In any case, we want to know. Chris, <laughs> darling, please Chris, let us know. Tell us. Tell us. Hashtag, what does Kris Jenner I'm sure Jenner you've dream? got some good dreams we want to hear them <laughs> i think that brings us up to now two jenners uh kardashians slash that we've did, hashtag did we so. do chloe we did um rob we're, oh, we're just gonna keep going down the list of kardashian jenners and see we're, what we get until we get one Caitlin, i we're mean there's for a you thousand next. of we them know. <laughs> we're, we're coming for Caitlyn. i'm coming for the kids i'm yes. coming for 
all the kids, you know, they're all on the TikTok and the, you know, Instagrams. And they're going to find us and be like, oh, they're the best. Yeah, I know. Yeah, on all the socials. Okay, well, to dive into Bonnie's dream here, let's get started. Well, it would make sense that she was at a a rich and fancy party that Chris Kardashian would be at because that tracks. It tracks. I feel like Chris Kardashian probably, uh, you know, attends some fancy yeah. parties. I feel from time like time. Bonnie felt like from the beginning she didn't belong there. Like she didn't fit in. No. She said she had done something great, yeah. so I think she did fit in. But personally, in her personal conversation with herself in the stream, she's like, I don't belong here. I'm in my Birkenstocks. Yeah. I've got my hair in a messy bun. <laughs> I don't belong at this party. But nonetheless, she was there. Right. I think the interesting part of this dream, right before it turns evil, going back to Kris Jenner, is who, who is the Kris Jenner in your life, right? <laughs> who, who, has, who has said that sentence before? Right before it turns evil. Let's go back to Kris Jenner. <laughs> But but honestly, like, who is that person that's telling you, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, shit happens. We all belong here. Like, you're learned from your mistake yeah. and you move on. I want to know in Bonnie's life, who is that person? Who is your cheerleader? Who is bringing you kindness and, and insightfulness to something you're not feeling comfortable with? And if you don't have that cheerleader. And maybe she doesn't have that. We're going to be yeah. that cheerleader. Brooke and I, we got your back, girl. We got gotcha. you. You're our bestie now. Mindy was We're there. a cheerleader, so <laughs> she can do cool stuff. That's true. I can maybe clap, <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> I can't do jumps. Mindy can do the jumps. Not anymore. Girl, you're talking like when I was like 17 years old. You think I can do a toe touch right now? I'd, I'd pull every muscle in my damn lower head. I don't know. I... <laughs> I mean, you'd probably that hasn't already been torn by children. Little... I don't, you know? <laughs> you have, you're going to be torn even further. <laughs> but no, Batty, we'll be your cheerleaders. Your little bloomers. Oh, God. <laughs> we will. We will. And there's some, some outside force maybe telling you that they believe in you, and you need to take that in, and you need to reflect on that. But why... The chaos. Why the servant uprising? Hmm. And why the damn yes. hot acid? Oh, okay. So if you think about acid, it literally peels your skin off, right? You're like uncomfortably nodding. Like, yeah, it does. It pretty much it just does. it pulls away all the vanity. It pulls away all the outside distractions. And if I'm thinking uh. about it, it really brings you down to your core. And honestly, that's scary. Being completely vulnerable and exposed in a way is terrifying especially in a place where you feel like you don't belong in the first place but that's the that's the interesting part of this dream is that she's not the one being torn down to her core it's Kris Jenner Mm -hmm. being torn down to her core who do we need to look at that needs to be stripped down to the basics and kind of built back up as a decent human like what's going on here it is scary, and and I really feel that there is there is a good presence. There was someone there that was giving a good, maybe advice in her life, but was it really? Was it fake? Was it someone who is being a fake friend? I don't yeah. know. That's for you to decide, Bonnie, but I think that's a lot to think about. Or maybe she was just trying to figure it out in her own head, and she was just kind of like telling herself, I feel uncomfortable, but I know I'm supposed to be here. But I feel uncomfortable, mm-hmm. but I know I'm supposed to be yeah. here. It's just kind of just figuring that all out. Yeah. And in the end, that's when she ran away from the police. I mean, again, I hope they didn't pin this charade yes. on you. You were not part of the uprising. We have a video proof. We will go testify on your behalf. <laughs> but <laughs> but when she did finally but catch why up. why the uprising, right? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's what so much happened? you could do there with like really no social and you know the appearances these days and Instagram. I look great, right? I'm like, yeah, is it really the truth? It's it's getting down to the truth, and perhaps. Yeah, and that's especially I think if there's anybody in the world that knows about how to use social media for their advantage, it's the Kardashian family. Yeah, so maybe that's why Kris Jenner made a little appearance, and I don't know, I don't know, lots of interesting little things here. When it comes down to it, at the end, when the police do catch up with her, she does say the truth. Like, this is what happened. 
Yeah. This is what happened. And so I think it's good that she told her truth in the end. I do too. But all too often, it makes me so nervous as as we are all true crime buffs as well, Mm -hmm. that false confessions Mm -hmm. or confessions taken under duress, like if they had her there for like 15 hours, makes me nervous for Bonnie. I don't, Bonnie didn't do it. She didn't do it. She just felt uncomfortable. Free Bonnie. Free Bonnie. Free Bonnie. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. We'll get like that printed on some t-shirts, perhaps, uh, and a poster. Yes. It might take 12 months for us to get our artwork, but we'll get it to you. <laughs> okay. Um, overall, I think this dream is kind of the idea of imposter syndrome. And being good enough but not feeling you're good enough is, is something that many people deal with. I would say at least most people do at least some point in their life. Right. I think... And it's it's funny that this dream came up and it kind of led me down this path because I did listen to something this week. It was a clip by Michelle Obama that had to do with imposter syndrome. Okay. And I'm going to link in the show notes because if you're ever feeling imposter syndrome, listen to this quote. I did keep, take a couple notes on it. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to share a couple things that she said because this is kind of yeah. where I felt the dream was going in yeah. general. And I feel like I can, I can relate it to, to yes. this. I love Michelle, okay. by the way. She says... <laughs> You know, it's often that people feel, and I'm paraphrasing most of this. Okay. So she says, feeling like an imposter in your own life is really common, and especially in women and minorities. Like, you are told by society that you are not supposed to be there. Like, you don't belong here. Right. And the thing about imposter syndrome is the thing in your head. It's it's like self-confidence. It's something that you make up. In your yeah. own head. And so the only people that can change that you feeling like an imposter or your self-confidence is you. There's nothing that anyone else can say or do that can change that. And you have to start practicing telling yourself that you belong in a room. Because that's a tough that's so hard, thing right? To do. Absolutely it is. Yeah. I mean, I think like you said, everyone kind of goes through this. And I know I do with my business. I mean, there's a lot of great photographers out there, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I'm not as good as Photographer A, B, C, and D, but you know, I'm okay. Like, sure. How could I charge the same thing they charge? <laughs> it is constant. Because thing. you are good enough. Oh, you're right. I am. I was going to say, don't say that, but I should accept <laughs> you saying that. Receive it. I'll receive, receive it. it. <laughs> Michelle, Miss Obama goes, Michelle, whatever. Oh, we're on first name basis. Me, uh, Michelle, Shelly. Uh, Michelle, Shelly says in this, she explains <laughs> she has been in some very important rooms in her life. Oh, really? <laughs> she goes, like, I've been a lawyer in a boardroom. I was at an academic university. I was the first lady. I've run nonprofits. She goes, I've seen it all. And I'm telling you, there's a lot of people in those rooms that don't belong there. which I thought was hilarious. Like, you're right. There are people that don't belong there. But the difference she says is, is those people, and I will generalize here, white middle-aged men are told they belong Mm -hmm. there. Whereas women or minorities, you're told you don't belong there. And so you're sitting at the same table as the person next to him. And she goes, you know, and I realize it's not me. It is him. He's the one who doesn't belong here. But that's a tough realization to come to, especially when you're told this your whole life, yes. you know, that you don't belong there. And she goes on to say, like, she was just, like, waiting to fail and mess up and make it true what was in her head. She's like, I, but I kept, I kept winning. I kept doing the right things. I kept making it to the next important room. And she says, when you go into the room you're not supposed to be in, sit down and occupy that seat. Just do you. Mm. Your thoughts are just as relevant. Your experience is just as important. Your insight is just as valuable as anyone else in that room. And I love love that quote. Because she says, the guy sitting next to you is not giving up his seat. He doesn't care that you don't feel like you should belong there. He's not going to scoot over his chair and be like, oh, here, here, have a seat. Because he doesn't want you there. So make your own way. And not only is he not giving it up, it's like no one's going to make him give it up either is the issue. It's like you have to fight to sit in the, I'll sit on the floor in the corner if I have to, (laughs) but but I'm going to be in in that goddamn room. 
Yes, you do. You belong there, Brooke. And so does Bonnie. And again, I'll post the link to this yes. um, YouTube video on our show notes. It was really, it was, it stopped me in my tracks. It was really good. And I think it tied in nicely to what Bonnie was thinking in this dream of not belonging to a, to a place. So thank you, Bonnie, for submitting your dream. I, I loved it. I mean, yeah, I'm a it was little, awesome. I hope Kris Jenner got the, the reconstructive skin graphing she required. But then again, maybe she's and an alien. And was we brought back to life. <laughs> right, right. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, no that's really sure. We're not sure. No one's really sure about that whole family. They, they just might. They could be aliens they from another race. Like Come down to take droids. over. And we don't know. They're doing a great job of it, they're if that's great. the case. We support everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we do. Bonnie, thank you so much for that dream. That was intense. That was crazy. And... We appreciate you submitting that. And we know, Bestie, you have a dream out there, too, just like Bonnie, or maybe a dream or two or three or four, or maybe just a dream story (laughs) or a catnap. Submit it to us. If you know any of the Kardashians, send out your feelers. Have them send us their dreams, too. Yeah. We want to hear... Six degrees of separation, bro. About everything. There has to be a a link here somewhere. They're, They're somewhere... In our besties. Someone knows Kevin Bacon. Who knows the Jenner family? We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll start one of those um, (laughs) those cork boards with the (laughs) the string. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I love it. Connecting (laughs) pictures. We'll figure it out. But in the meantime, please let us know what's on your mind in your REM cycle and submit your dreams to remolations at gmail.com. And we can't wait to hear from you. Yes, yes. Oh. All right. Yeah. Some ki- kitty cat naps. It's time. <laughs> you said kitty cat naps. Cat naps. Did you work on kitty your cat, um, cat nap theme song? Nope. Uh, kitty cat naps. Yes, that's what I call them. <laughs> kitty cat, cat naps. <laughs> Get that shit going. <laughs> I like your song. <sighs> All right. Did you want me to start Yay. with one? Please. Okay. I've got one from Mike. From Dubuque. All right. I'm not sure where I was or why, but someone got murdered. They figured out that whoever worked on the garbage disposal was the murderer. <laughs> they found Damn it, my. It's me. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I just they... replaced mine uh, like last month. It's me. I did it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I confess. Just wait. It might get to that. I mean, I, w- I would like a lawyer. I would like a lawyer. <laughs> Please, I'm not saying anything. (laughs) They found my prints all over the disposal and the entire family. Both sides were extremely upset. I guess, I guess, I guess the family should be upset if they thought he was a murderer. But I told everyone that I just changed the garbage disposal last year. And that's why my fingerprints were on it. Everyone just went. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. And that was it. <laughs> now, my question is, is did he dispose of the body in the garbage disposal? Because then I can understand you needing to replace one because, you know, how it gets jammed with all those bones. <laughs> I don't know who. I don't That's even the know. the only logical sense in my brain. Well, the logical sense was not to put bones down the disposal and... I yeah, can't believe he's innocent. <laughs> who who can crush <laughs> bones in a disposal? I mean, if I drop a fucking spoon down there and it like shoots it out around <laughs> and dings it up, I'm like, it's gonna crush yeah. bones and just no, come exploding out. Bad way to out. dispose of bodies. Always go for the incinerator in the basement. Yes, or chop the body into but, pieces uh, and dispose of it in several different locations. <laughs> Yeah, it's a lot harder to get away with murder these days. We know that. But uh, we're not giving away those tips. No, those are not tips from us. Those are just general tips for true crime. Yeah, th- that's common sense. It's that's common common sense. sense, people. Don't try to put them in the tub and put lye on them because it's just going to get gooky. It's gonna light and, up like a Christmas tree. And it will, like, drop through your ceiling. Yeah, your tub will. I've heard that one. I've heard that one before. Oh, gross. Gross. <laughs> Imagine having breakfast and you're like, yeah, I oh, know God. I'm like decomposing somebody upstairs, but boy, this 
frittata tastes delicious. <laughs> <laughs> You're fancy frittata, huh? But, yeah, you know, this fancy. is a frittata yeah, I know household. <laughs> All right. This next one comes from Luna. And yeah. Luna is from Elk Grove, California. And it just seems like the perfect name for this podcast. So, Luna, thank you for sharing yes, your dream. thank you. You're meant to be here. 100%. Anyone named Luna gets five stars in my book. Mm-hmm. I was flying around in my dream. I landed in front of a big mirror. I suddenly realized I was dreaming. Hmm. I tried to lucid dream, so I thought, I want to see my soul. Whoa! I, I looked into the I mirror. Want to do that. And then my body disappeared. I saw myself only as a dark shadow. Whoa. Then I started Whoa. flying around fast and it was really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I remember feeling well, surprised but happy in the dream. <laughs> right? I thought that was going to be like an awful like ooh know, dark and then she's like so I still had fun. Dark. And ominous. But then so it got I really fun. I have no soul. <laughs> Who needs a soul anyways? <laughs> not Luna. Not, she doesn't need one. Not Luna, as long as you're flying around and having a good time. Thank you for oh, sharing, thanks, Luna. Thanks, Luna. Um, this one was, has about a sleepover, so I thought I'd share this one. Yeah. I'd often have sleepovers with my cousin, We'd be in bed and my closet would open and a super scary skeleton would come out. We'd jump up and run to my parents' room and they would help her onto their bed with them. But I would just be standing beside the bed trying to get up and no one would help me. I'd wake up Mm. just before the skeleton grabbed me. Of course. That's kind of sad. Before he grabbed you. You can't. Do these parents not have four arms? There are two children. Just, <laughs> right? You don't see the skeleton chasing them. Giant circle. Just one big family hug. Family one hug big... that skeleton right back to where he I came mean, from. I mean, you'd be like, okay, well, I guess we could save the cousin, but not our kid. I don't it's know. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> uh, but it's yeah, not a good feeling. Not a fun sleepover. Not a fun sleepover, I don't think. And that one came from Elizabeth from Montgomery. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Elizabeth. All right. I've got one here from our good friend Gina from Phoenix. Gina, hello. She sent this one. Good morning and happy Monday. I don't know how many happy Mondays there are, but thank you. <laughs> but I, I like this one, Gina. This one's great. I had a dream that some scientists were working on inventing a new type of coffee. Mm. It was basically magical coffee that would Ooh. allow people to teleport. Oh now, I'm not a God. coffee girl, but I had like teleportation coffee. I'm, I'm, I'll jump on that train. Well, you are all about teleportation. We all know that. You I like am. To just Way easier from- to get home. <laughs> I just want to go to Iowa to see my family, my friend, Brooke, and I just, I, I would drink it. One of the female scientists figured out the formula, and then there was a patent race. In okay. typical historic sexist fashion, one of the male scientists stole the idea and got the patent first. Fucker. I get that. Yeah, asshole. It was a real bummer, but I was still pretty excited about the new coffee. Yeah, well. It required a special coffee maker. Of course. I would think so. Which, (laughs) not just brew it in your home. like No, and then you're like, brew it in your Mr. Coffee Pot. I'm in outer space. (laughs) I've thought of a lot of ways of doing teleportation. Coffee was not one of them. It ever crossed my mind. I don't know if it's ever crossed anyone's mind except Gina's. Gina's a very special person. That's why we we love love her. her. So it required a special coffee maker, which I assumed would be very expensive and not easily found. But I stopped by Starbucks just to see because my husband is a big coffee person. Let's see if Starbucks has it. Of course they would. They would overcharge you for it, of course. Totally because my husband is a big coffee person, and I figure he would think I'm awesome if I got it for him as a gift, and he could Aww. be one of the first people to have it. Nice. I asked the barista if she had it. She said yes, and that it was only $99. Oh, that's totally too worth bad. it. I'm like, get one for everyone in the family. We'll all go yes, on trips Everyone together. on your Christmas list gets a teleportation coffee maker from Starbucks. <laughs> totally worth it. So I bought it. 
It did occur to me that I was supporting the shady male scientist who stole the idea from the female scientist. But then again, I felt satisfied knowing that I was such an awesome wife. <laughs> a good deal is a good deal, right, Gina? She knows. She, hey, you know, she, you got it. You got to take those deals where you can get them. I love that dream, Gina. Thank you so much. And if you do happen to pick one up for $99, just pick up a couple extra. We'll make we'll sure get you, you back. Know, we, we, we'll we've got you on the back. flip yeah. side. We're good with that. We got it. Nice. I want one. I want one. And I don't want to wait till Christmas of next year or this year, I guess. But <laughs> I'm ready to go on a trip right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure. All right. This one's from Nicole from Calgary. All right. Yay for Canadian this, this one's This one's dark. Just uh, okay. heads up. This one's dark. I had a recurring nightmare from six to eight years old. I would walk down okay. an alley and enter a building where every member of my family and extended family sat. A man, oh. Sounds okay. <laughs> oh, boy. But I don't like the fact it's in an alley. Can we take this party elsewhere? I, I don't like either that this happened, like she's dreaming this from the ages of yeah. six to eight because yeah. it, it's going to get dark. Okay. Yeah, okay, um, okay. So her family's all sitting around. A man made me pick someone each time and then would make them kneel and would smash their head with a big hammer. Oh, oh my God. That's awful. At six years old, you're having this dream? My six God. Six to eight? What, what happened? Oh. Like, I... I watched horror movies way too young, but I wasn't having these recurring dreams no. and about your family member. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is terrible. So hard. I would then put my backpack on and go to school. Wow. <laughs> After just seeing all that, she would have to go to school. Well, you know, those those ABCs aren't going to learn themselves. <laughs> That's true. You got to learn your one, two, threes and your ABCs. Because <laughs> otherwise, how is she going to read about this in the newspaper? I mean, Jeez. I don't care how many heads got yeah. hidden with a hammer. You still got to go it's to like, school. <laughs> it's like you go to show and tell. All right, kids, what did you bring in today? And she's Here's like, well, hammer I this bloody hammer. <laughs> that I have seen killed 17 people. But I have to bring it back because um, there's okay, more we're plans have to for tonight. To call to your parents. <laughs> oh, they're dead. No, no, they're dead. They got hit by the hammer. Are you not Great. listening? <laughs> <laughs> the principal doesn't understand. Oh, God. Goes to school right after a horrific thing like that. Yes. Everything looked like a comic book, but the only colors were black, white, and red. I literally never read oh. comics or watched anything other than Nickelodeon. Okay. Well, we're thinking this is a six to Touching. eight year old, right? So that would yeah, be what they would watch, you know, sure. Nickelodeon. I think I think Nicole is saying it's like I wasn't watching crazy stuff. I was just watching right. Nickelodeon. Yeah. I never read well, violent yeah. comic books, but yet this dream, a recurring totally. dream, too six to eight, way too young. Oh, I Nicole, like, it's I'm very so interesting. Sorry. It's black, red, and white. Did you say? Yeah, black, white, and red. Yeah, so you know Ugh. that blood. What strong emotional colors Oof. too? Strong colors. Mm. Mm. Very. Those are like Terrifying. three of the strongest colors, right? Yeah. They mean a lot. They mean a lot. But oh my God. Six to eight? That's what breaks my heart. Yeah. Thank you, Nicole. All right. Well, I'm going to take it for a lighthearted turn, kind of. Please. Um, this one was one that was submitted anonymously. And hey, Bestie, don't forget that you can always submit your dreams anonymously. Yes. If you don't want your name shared, that's fine. Just let us know. Please. All right. So this one comes from Anonymous. Okay. I hope this isn't too strange or uncomfortable to read. I don't okay. think I was at a store, but I had a shopping cart with me. Inside the <laughs> cart contained feminine hygiene products. Well, yep. Sometimes you just need a whole cart full. <laughs> Heavy flow. But <laughs> she says the weird thing is they were not inside any of the boxes. A man was talking to me. It's unclear if we were a couple or yet to become a couple. But a few times, a used product would fall out of my shopping cart, and Ew, I immediately I felt embarrassed. <laughs> yes. Rightfully so. Why are there used Ooh. ones in the shopping cart? <laughs> I don't know. 
that was the part that threw me for a loop. I don't understand. There's plenty of things you can buy used. Clothes, go thrifting, some furniture, records. Don't Almost buy that used. anything, but I not feminine hygiene products. Not They're not meant for reuse. Definitely want Mm-mm. the the fresh fresh new ones in the box. <laughs> so she <Gross>. so she <laughs> felt embarrassed, but he maintained oh. eye contact with me each time. My embarrassment went away just because he continued to talk to me and kept constant eye contact. That's even creepier. I would feel I know, like I don't know constant, if it makes it any better. I know. I'd feel like the constant <laughs> eye contact would make it even more oh. uncomfortable. It'd be like, right? It sounds like a really bad first date. How much are you use oh. tampons? I'll give you a dollar a piece. <laughs> so disgusting. Gross. No wonder you wanted to stay anonymous, but thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. That was... Yeah. Woo. Yeah. There are weirdos out there yes. that will do shit like that. Oh, well, thank you for submitting that. I've got one yes, more. It's just you. a short little one. This is from Matthew from Hanover. And he says, okay. the scariest dream I ever had, I was seven. He says, now 51, was being in a dark forest with my two older brothers And trees grabbed my brothers in their branches and ate them. Like the trunks opened up and sucked them in. Ah! This is like some bad Wizard of Oz shit. Yeah, it's like a a bad apple trees scared the shit out of me as a kid. They did. They were mean. And they had sass mouths. Those trees. They did have sass mouths. They did have sass mouths. (laughs) I think the this tree has some anger issues, this forest. I think just stay out it, of the forest. It reminds me too kind of of the tree in Poltergeist where it like breaks through the window and stuff. It's like trees, why Mm-mm. why? Why be scary? Why, why yeah. be scary? Why do we How, what, equate nice. that to scariness? Yeah. What's well, dark? But like the trunks open up and like you watch your brothers being eaten alive that and suck them in. Yeah, that's Oh, I would yeah. I would remember that dream too, Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry Absolutely. that happened to you. Yikes. Yikes, yikes. So I have a dream story from Leo. And Leo is from Denver, Colorado. Okay. All right. So this is a good story one. So Ooh, here we go. I like it. I dreamed I fell off a mountain. Uh-oh. <laughs> right? That, that's kind of a... That that's a, a we're just getting yay, right into it. Yay! Good dream. <laughs> About two weeks ago, I had a dream that I was hiking with my sister, and we stopped by a small cliff that had a steep plunge off the mountain to take a quick sip of water. I sat near the edge when I saw someone coming and told her to scoot, which she told me, you need to move so I can move, since she was near the edge too. It was a narrow walkway area. Okay. (laughs) This is added to siblings saying, scoot. No, you scoot. No, you scoot. 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 Scooty scoot. (laughs) Come on. It's a funny word, isn't it? Scoot. Scoot. <laughs> just need an inch. And say that to like animals, not a person. Like, scoot. Right? Go on. Go scoot. on. <laughs> so I scooted to the side, and in doing so, the rock I had placed my foot on became loose, and I fell. <gasps> and then I woke up. Oh, I sketched, my God. I wrote this off as a dream nightmare until today. Oh, no. I went on a hike with some friends and my sister to an area we had never gone before. So we let our friends take the lead. From the moment we reached the top part, I had a sense of deja vu that I had been there before. We all sat down and spread out in different areas near the cliff to drink some water. I sat by the edge, and my sister was behind me. From the corner of my eye, I saw someone was coming, so I told my sister to scoot. No! (laughs) Scoot! And she responded word for word, you need to move so I can move. Immediately, I remembered my dream, and I instantly recognized that it was the same mountain I had dreamed of. I immediately looked down and saw a rock similar to the one I had tried using in my dream. No. Instead of stepping on it to slide down like I had done in my dream, I scooted to the side while holding on to my sister. She scooted. There's a lot of scooting going on here. There's a lot of scooting in this dream. There's a lot of, it's a scoot-filled dream. Scooty, scoot, scoot. (laughs) After the person passed by, I lightly pushed the rock I had almost stepped on 
and it immediately came loose and fell crashing below. No! <gasps> this is amazing. This My is sister amazing. just stared and told me to be careful because that could have been dangerous. Yeah, no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> Holy wow. cow. Wow. Leo. Incredible precognitive dream. We love ones like that. That's a perfect I dream love precog. Wow, Leo, that was Precogs are fave. <laughs> wow. And terrifying. And terrifying. And if someone yeah. tells you to scoot, be I'm like, don't I'm not the it. scooting type. Be like, why don't you I'm not scoot? a scooter. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a scooter. I, I'm not, not a scooter. Sorry, it's against my beliefs. <laughs> I found this seat. I'm not scooting. <laughs> Next time someone asks you to scoot, you know you're going to think of this moment and you're going to be like, shall I uh, scoot? The answer is no. Scoot? No scooting. <laughs> Take a look around. Are there loose rocks? You can play this one by <laughs> ear, right? Like if you're, there's no yeah, rocks. If you're on a bus, maybe, maybe, maybe okay maybe to be scoot like, yeah, over. I can, yeah, I can scoot. But cliff, if maybe you're not. on a cliff or somewhere. It's a no scoot, scoot zone. <laughs> No scoots no allowed. <laughs> Zone. <laughs> Thanks, Leo. Wow. Okay. Thanks, things, Leo. That was, that was perfect. Woo. That was a that was a doozy. Hey, bestie. Don't forget if you're in the Chicago area, or feel like hopping in a car, putting on our podcast, driving a few hours, and coming yeah. to the Chicago area. We are doing a live performance at the Dark Matters Podcast Festival. Now that's next weekend, February fifth. At 6 o'clock p.m., Brooke and I will be taking the stage and doing a live performance. So this is our first time live in front of an audience. So if you want to catch us, you want to say hi, (laughs) meet and greet us, give us hugs, buy us some teleportation coffee, anything like that. Just don't tell us to scoot. Don't tell us to scoot, though. We won't scoot. Don't tell us to scoot. (laughs) We definitely want you there. You can find all the details at revelations.com slash support. We can go ahead and get tickets. Just $10 a day. And it's worth it. We're going to make it worth it for you guys. So come out and say hello. Hello. Just like Brooke did. <laughs> hello. Hello. Just like that. Hello. You can use whatever accent you like. Your own. Yes. One you made up. You could. Howdy. Howdy. Bonjour. <laughs> However you want to say it. Mindy, I wanted to talk to you about a topic today if you're interested. Always. Always. Well, this is a fascinating article that was from Scientific American that was actually brought up to us by our bestie, Kelly. So thank you, Kelly, for bringing this to our attention. Yes. The title of the article is Acting Out Dreams Predicts Parkinson's and Other Brain Diseases. Interesting, right? Very interesting. Yeah. So we're talking about people that like think they're doing something in their dreams like shooting someone but they're really like pointing a toothbrush at someone in real life you know like things hands like up that. that's a dangerous weapon <laughs> i will fight those Reach cavities the to, the, to the hill you know it's funny before you get started i before we hopped on the recording today i had yeah. a dentist appointment and i was like i wasn't sure because i had an appointment for some dental work but i also had just a cleaning i was like oh shit i hope my mouth's not numb <laughs> When I get home, because I'm going to be able to record. Well, Revelation, we're home. And I'm Brooke. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, it was just a cleaning. I, All's good. But I didn't think about it until I actually good. sat down in the dentist chair. I'm like, wait, what are you guys doing Ooh. today? Are you yeah, like, what's happening? Just bleeding? Okay, I'm good. I can't be numb. Nope. nope. X-rays? Love it. Give me all the mouth. I love doing the x ray Just kidding. I hate x-rays. Anyways, I, I was like, are you fucking serious? X-rays no, who likes dentist far. x-rays? They're the worst. I feel like I'm Plus suffocating now, uh, and I'm going to die. And choking and gagging yes. and like wanting to puke at this. It's like, the, and they're like, three more seconds. And you're like. At least my technician, <laughs> she like runs behind the wall as fast as possible. She's like, boom, boom, I'm back. Boom, boom. I'm like, you are the fastest. You can do my every time. I think they have to kind of get used to that. Otherwise, it's like people can't take it. And it's probably mm-hmm. benefits both people because they're like, you moved. We got to do it again. So she's like, <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, oh, 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 we're, we're done. Exactly. <laughs> but what's also interesting about this article, it starts with an actor I think we've talked about before, Mr. Alan Alda. 
Yes, Best yes. known for MASH, Alan Alda was running for his life. The actor, best known for his role on the television series MASH, wasn't on a set. This threat was real, or at least it felt that way. So when he saw a bag of potatoes in front of him, he grabbed it and threw it at his attacker. Suddenly, the scene That's shifted. A very good, yeah. Just launch them like grenades, those potatoes. <laughs> Just <Yep>. throw them. <laughs> he was in his bedroom, having lurched out of sleep, and the sack of potatoes was a pillow he just chucked at his wife. <laughs> oh, poor woman. <laughs> but I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about several dreams, including I've had a dream. I've had a cousin who I've talked about and who submitted a dream that have acted out things for this very yes. same reason. But it's it acting out dreams marks a disorder that occurs during REM. It's called RBD, and it stands for REM Sleep Behavior Disorder. And it affects about half to 1.25% of the general population. So not not many. Apart from being hazardous to dreamers and their partners, RBD may foreshadow... At least it wasn't real potatoes he was chucking at her. Because that would be a a pillow. He just goes to the pantry. Ouch. Yukon gold, I've got... (laughs) A bag of them. Like, like even if it's a five-pound bag, that's going to hurt. Like, his wife's probably sound asleep, and he's just chucking a bag of potatoes. I'm glad it was just the pillow, Mrs. Alda. Yes. (laughs) But besides that danger, RBD may foreshadow neurodegenerative diseases, which Hmm. gets a little scary. Um, So when... RBD occurs in the absence of like alternative explanations like narcolepsy, brainstem tumor, or antidepressants. The chance mm-hmm. of future disease is high. Some studies suggest okay. that an acted dreaming predicts a more predicts a more than eighty percent chance of developing a neurodegenerative wow. disease within that patient's lifetime. Eighty. That's a big percent. Percent. Wow. Eighty. Oh, my gosh. This scares me because I've done this. I've done this in my dreaming. Yeah, we're not Um, trying to scare our bestie out there, Brooke. No, we're Um, not trying to scare, but... We're just sharing science. It's good to know. We're just sharing science. It may also be the first sign of a neurodegenerative disease, which on average shows up within 10 to 15 years after the onset of the dream disorder. Hmm. So it's like, okay, I had this dream tonight. Let's date it. And I'm going to put in my calendar about 10 to 15 years from now. That's scary. It's very scary. But despite despite the similar reports over the next two centuries, the connection between dreams and disease remained obscure. So much, and this is why we love him, so much Mm -hmm. that Alan had to convince his neurologist to do a brain scan for Parkinson's after he read really? about the link in a 2015 news article. Wow. Those go scans. Go, go, Mr. Alda. Go advocate go your own health. Go, Alan I mean, Alda, anything, right? I mean. Like, that's the thing you have to know. You have to advocate for yourself. And good for him for doing that. You too. And, like, even if wow. he didn't know any much about it, he did research about it. But he's like, let me at least try. At least you can rule guess stuff what? out. At least you can be. Does it hurt? What can it hurt? What can it hurt? But those scans that he insisted on that would have never taken place, and if he had never read that article, confirmed his suspicion, and he did have Mm. Parkinson's. Wow. He shared his experience with the public to raise awareness. Alan, thank you. Thank you. Um, Just a few more things here, because I think it's a very interesting topic. It also ponders, does damage to the brainstem also affect the content of dreams and the actions of the hmm. dreamers. Although these okay. people struggled with this is this this is probably the most fascinating part of the article, especially knowing uh-huh. it's primarily in relation to Parkinson's. It is with other diseases too, but especially with Parkinson's. Um, so although these people struggled with movement while awake because they have Parkinson's, uh-huh. Their spouses often reported that they had no trouble moving while asleep. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That interesting. 
one particularly memorable patient had been dreaming of crocodiles in the sleep lab when he lifted a heavy bedside table above his head and loudly shouted, crocodile, crocodile, to an empty room. Wow. That is a heavy acting out in your sleep. He struggled to lift objects and even to speak when he was awake. But he could lift that over his head and scream in his sleep. But when he was awake, he could barely lift anything and could barely speak. Fascinating. It also raises a tantalizing possibility for therapy. What Mm -hmm. if you could mimic whatever that motor state is when a person's asleep, Mm. but keep them otherwise awake? Yeah. So this article was good, Kelly. This yes, is a good article. Wow. Ooh, now my I brain's like reeling, right? Because it's that is the that is the interesting part. Because there's so much we don't know. It is. Yes. And that's and maybe something that it, hope, maybe in our lifetime, hopefully in our lifetime, they are going to start to mm-hmm. explore and to be able to help those people that are suffering from that that disease, which is which is an awful disease. It is. Now, Mark's uncle, who passed away uh, only a couple of years ago, suffered from Parkinson's, mm-hmm. and. And That's I will see terrible. his wife coming up soon. And I'm, and I'm curious if she experienced mm. the same with her husband, if he had anything like that. So I'm curious, and, and maybe I'll bring that yeah. up to her. And the time frame, like, it's scary. It's like, okay, I, yeah. and you said we're not supposed to, like, this is not supposed to scare anyone. But it's like, okay, you have this dream, and then 10 years later, it's when this neurodegenerative disease is going to kick in. And, I mean, it's it's just... It's bizarre, but like you said, yeah. that gives 10 years to figure stuff out. Yes, like right. It's, it's yeah. a blessing and a curse, but like, God bless Alan Alda. I can't say that enough. I mean, he's no. just an amazing human he as seems is. seems like just a really, amazing really good person. actor. And to then do this just to bring awareness, I mean. It also makes me curious for other people that we know that has have Parkinson's disease. Like um, yes. Michael J. Fox, Mah- yes. Muhammad Ali. All suffer mm-hmm. from that. Ozzy Osbourne. So, like, what? Mm-hmm. I wonder if their experiences were the same before they were diagnosed. Right. Were they having these spells of acting out dreams? I mean, that that is really fascinating. It is fascinating, and it's like I understand that not all Parkinson's is going to be related to this RBD, sure. but when eighty percent that have RBD, it does affect. That's a huge number. Yeah. That's right. a huge number. 10, so. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kelly, for bringing this to our attention. And Bestie, out there, if you have any articles like Kelly brought us, share them with us because this was obviously super fascinating. We can't catch it all. Share us anything that you read in the news, you hear about. We'll talk about it. All you got to do is check out our Facebook group, share them there. All you have to do is search for Remolations Besties, post it there. We want to hear about it. There's also a link in the show notes to join our group. That's where all the cool kids hang out. And you, and you want to be part mm-hmm. of the cool kid squad, don't you? I know. I know you yeah. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do have to ask, Bessie, Brookie, darling, did yeah. <laughs> have you gotten any sleep in the last couple of days? Because I think you were battling a bit of insomnia, just to say. What, a, what an a, odd a question bit. to just ask, Mindy. Bit. Just out of nowhere? <laughs> Um, we've yeah. only had to reschedule recording this a few times because Brooke is delirious with no sleep. Yeah, I don't know how I've you had do about it. A, it's not great. I've had. It's not like you're trying for, to do it. It's not like you want to do it. <laughs> no, it's it's the and it's like the worst torture there mm-hmm. is. Like sleep deprivation. I mean, we had talked about that experiment that that. They had to, or that game show or whatever, where they had to stay up and it's. And you're not making a million dollars. I'm not making goddamn shit from this. (laughs) Maybe we just put like a tiny camera in your bedroom and then record. Then we'll just stream it on YouTube and just collect the the cash flow, the, the data. All the money is coming. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what we do. We'll just capitalize on your sad, sad week. I've even had sleep studies. Yeah. I should try to find that picture where they had all those things. <gasps> you like, should. Yes. To my head before. Please, I'd love to I see had it. My, but no, I've had 
I've had insomnia for about 20 years. It goes in ebbs and flows as it does. It hasn't been this bad in my entire life. So I've been on the real struggle bus lately. So thank you, Mindy, for being the bestie, bestie, (laughs) besties of all besties and supporting me and keep pushing. Of course. I mean, I'm here for you. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I I don't need you to like, did you say bye? (laughs) No. She falls asleep in the middle of the podcast. All right. I finally am tired. All right. Bye. Goodbye. Um, (laughs) Oh, wait. That's how much I've been sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. No. 10 seconds at a time. Do you know what causes it it in general stress? Or like, do you know what triggers it for you? Mine, I think, is in generally in general stress because with the sleep studies I don't have sleep apnea I I mean they tested you know for that there's no blockage in my breathing that would keep me awake so it is almost entirely stress induced but you can't do anything about it and it's the worst now is there anything um did your doctor recommend anything for you well, I am going to be starting a new like anti-anxiety medicine, which hopefully, okay. I mean, it's going to take about like a month or so to yeah, kick to in or whatnot. Up. Sure. So I'm hoping that will help settle this one down. There are other things I've used in the past. Have you tried um, like, like different Ambien. types of, yeah, have you tried that? Yeah, like Ambien and stuff like that. But then I find myself, I I don't want to get like hooked on it you know it's like it works every once in a while when I need it but then like when I go through these bouts of insomnia I feel like I could like have four and still not fall asleep and I don't want to get to that point so I really just am hoping like this new medication kind of balances me out a little bit and helps regulate my sleep because I hope so we need you here our (laughs) bestie needs you you need it you need your sleep (laughs) Not that you need your beauty sleep because you look gorgeous. You just need oh, your mental rest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do. They're a thousand bucks. <laughs> a thousand bucks? You're supposed <laughs> to say a million bucks. <laughs> well, you do kind of look like shit. I'm not going to. I'll take a thousand. I'll take 500. So you're worth a thousand. I'll take 500. Oh, who are we kidding? I'll take 50. Yeah, she's a, she's a cheap date. When- I'm so tired. I can't. I don't understand numbers anymore. No. You're becoming like me. I remember when I was pregnant with my twins. Um, of course, mm-hmm. I was the size of a small vehicle. <laughs> and I did not sleep well because of everything going on. Well, like, you know, creating two Discomfort. lives. <laughs> and so I when Way I creating two lives you know I'm an overachiever why, why create just one at a time when I can create two yeah. at the same time let's be yeah. efficient um, I went to labor at 32 weeks got admitted the contraction stopped then my my water broke Good. so I was on bed rest in the hospital for a week before they were born but hardest time of my life and also not only can you not sleep when you're pregnant but not being able to sleep when you have the monitors on you so i had like two heart monitors on me the blood pressure cuff we had i had iv flowing through my woman area because (laughs) the water broke so you had to keep the fluids going through the for the kids um and they come in like every five minutes minutes. to check on you so it's like there's no sleep there's no sleep but they, I would say the one thing that they did give me was Ambien. It's safe when you take when you're pregnant. It's safe yes. for your baby. Um, but that was like <laughs> the best night's sleep I ever got. Actually, for like a couple of nights, I'm I was not, like, I was out. I'm not even joking. Like a light. I mean, they could have amputated my arm in the hospital. I wouldn't have known. I was that tired <laughs> yes. and that out. Because up until like that 30, 32, 33 week, I don't think I slept. Because I also had a two and a half year So you're home. like, so, all we needed was to give you just like, you just had to lick, <laughs> lick a pill. So lick an ambient and you're like. I was out. <laughs> Didn't you have to take a whole one? My body was like, you it know, is, it, you deserve, you need to be in the hospital this week on bed rest because girl, you wouldn't slow down otherwise. And I think eh, things work out for a reason. But uh, yeah, that was a great And nice just imagine, it's not like. Okay, I'm gonna get an you know, I'm tired now and I'm gonna get a great eight sleep and then I'm gonna have these babies and go home and just sleep like <laughs> a baby. Keep, yeah. No, yeah. you're gonna get one good night's sleep in the hospital and then <laughs> and then not for the eighteen months. 
I do Never. not remember 18 months okay. of my life having three under the age <laughs> of uh, two and a half. So, all good, though. You know, oh I want to give it up for the God. world. But it was, uh, it was a crazy God bless time. that Ambien, though. You got that one good night. <laughs> will always live in my mind. But like I said, it is the only thing I have tried different sleep therapies over the years, yeah. like different therapies, not just medication therapies. Ambien's been the only thing that has worked for me regularly. It's just not doing it this time. Yeah. I, it's yikes, just yikes. not doing it this time. Okay. Well, yeah, after so. this gets done tonight, I want you to just get all, get all the pillows Turn on your oh, like sleepy cozy, sound yep. machine. Just get that the sensey, mm-hmm. the aromatics going. Get the oh, get all I'm those gonna, essential I'm oils. gonna have <laughs> gonna have the oils, the aromatics, the blankets, the weighted oh, blankets, a weighted blanket, the eye mask, and then there's gonna I'm be gonna look l- a couple cats that just like sit on your head. <laughs> just to oh, throw that's in. the best that's part. <laughs> because that's just real life therapy. <laughs> Well, speaking of kind of bedrooms, uh, do you remember last week we talked no. about your cleaning Chad side of the bed with the drawer method? Yes. How did that go? Yes. Do we do we have an update on that? Um, we do have an update. It's still going. It's not full. <laughs> okay. Yet. Okay. So getting, it has not been more stuff yet, it. but it is. I would say by the end of the weekend, it's probably going to be full. <laughs> it's going to have to be emptied. So good. To I know. will. I. I meant to take a picture, and I will as soon as we're done here. And then I will take a picture as he's emptying it because I want proof oh, that yes, he is please. following we along with the to program. Share that on our Facebook group, he deserves it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> if you hadn't listened to last week's I episode, mean, Brooke Brooke was saying that she had taken all of her boyfriend's uh, shit that he leaves on the nightstand and just puts it in the drawer, and they made an agreement that as soon as the drawer was full with dirty. Tissues and water, water bottles and whatever. Water bottles, everything. It was his turn to take it out. I will say, no, though. Now, there is a caveat. I okay. No food goes oh, yeah, in this no, drawer. You can't. Understandable. No, no, no. Nothing gross. Nothing that's going to, like, fester. No, we're just talking about general stuff. <laughs> general shit. That goes in the drawer. General shit that goes in the drawer. It's funny because I we are looking to do redo our bedroom. Um, so now that we're in our mm. off season, we have a wedding this weekend, but then we're off until no weddings till May. So this is kind of the time of year we oh. get a lot of ho- house stuff done because in the summer we're sure. busy every weekend. So we're looking at redoing our room and I was looking for new nightstands. I was, you know, cruising the Wayfairs. Oh. And cruising the overstock.com. We're not sponsored, but if you'd like to, please let us know. I'm looking for like the Wayfair, Overstock. (laughs) Yeah, we love you. Starbucks. Target, Amazon. (laughs) Anyone. So I'm looking at these nightstands. I was like, mine needs a drawer. Because you know what? When I look on Mark's side of his bed, his drawer is full of shit all the time. I was like, if I I pick out a nightstand without a drawer, that shit's just going to be on top. Of the nightstand, mm-hmm. and I can't have that. You my, gotta have a my drawer. Minimum, minimalist mind will not be able to <laughs> handle that clutter, and so no, I have narrowed it down now. Must have drawer, at least one, <laughs> if not two, to put at all least shit one. In. <laughs> and you can just, you can literally just go one hand and shove it all in the drawer. Swoop. Got it. Whoop. <laughs> Done. We'll keep you updated on those um, <laughs> developments, Bestie. <laughs> and let us know if you have a better strategy for us. It's working <laughs> now. It might be temporary. So if you have a better solution that has worked for you for a long time, please let us know. <laughs> Do you have drawers in your nightstand for the same reason? I also want to know. Gotta. Post a picture Gotta. of your nightstand. <laughs> I want to see them. I, I would like to see everyone's <gasps> yes. style. So post it on our uh, yes. Facebook group. Share your nightstand. I want to see the. I want to see all the dream journals on the nightstands. Mm-hmm. And that's your assignment. Mine has one now. That was my. News. If you don't I sleep, you can't journal. dream, Brooke. That's the problem. You understand how <laughs> but this I works. I own right? it. I am Good. ready to go. As as Once it happens, Good. I have made progress in actually purchasing one, and I will do my best to remember my dreams. Cannot Once wait. I actually can fall asleep. <laughs> We're all hoping for you. All right, Bestie, that wraps up another episode. 
But before we go, we want you to do us one favor, and that's to tell your best friend about the show. You can tell Mm -hmm. your bestie. You can tell your favorite barista that sells you teleportation coffee. You can tell your favorite (laughs) skeleton (laughs) or tell your favorite servant and give them a nice tip and give them a raise. But tell them about the podcast. Please do. That's how we grow. And that's how we keep coming back to you each and every week with more crazy dreams. Thank you so much for everyone that submitted a dream. Bonnie, your dream was wild and crazy. Thank you. Thank you so much. And of course, all of our catnaps, we had great stuff this week. It was a lot of fun. We heard from Gina and we heard from Leo, Matthew, Mike, Elizabeth, Nicole, Luna, and even Anonymous. So again, don't be afraid to submit anything you have. It can always be anonymous. All right, bestie, it's time for bed. So, I mean, even if you're at work, just grab your pillow. Time to get a little shut-eye. And hopefully our our best friend, Brooke, here will also get some sleep. But until next week, sweet sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. bitches. I'm so excited to do that at our live show. I know. I'm so excited to do that. Sweet dreams, bitches. Bow. Leave.